Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm gonna be going through some players with rising ADPs. So these are guys that are just shooting up draft boards and I'm gonna break down first why their ADP is increasing and then I'm gonna talk about whether or not I feel comfortable drafting them at this new higher ADP. While you guys are watching this video, if you're enjoying the content, please just make sure you leave a like, subscribe to the channel and then comment your thoughts down below all of that good stuff. But let's get right into the first player and it is going to be James Robinson. And I've really been all over the place on him this off season before the draft, you know, after the 2020 season, I was much higher than him on consensus. I had him as an RB1 where most people had him as like a high end RB2. Then after the draft, obviously with them selecting Travis Etienne, I was actually lower on him than consensus just cause I didn't think this Jacksonville Jaguars offense could be supporting two running backs. You know, I wasn't high on the offense overall. And if he's just getting, you know, the carries, even if he's getting that red zone work with no receiving upside, I just didn't really see it happening for him this year as long as Travis Etienne was in the lineup. But now, as most people know, Travis Etienne is out for the season with a foot injury. And so that means James Robinson is going to step in and be the number one. And I'm not really sure how I'm feeling about him. I think I'm probably slightly lower on him than consensus in terms of his overall ranking. But I think I'm kind of in the general ballpark of his ranking in terms of the other running backs. I do think he's lined up to be the workhorse this year, but I definitely don't think he's going to come close to the same usage that he had last year. In 2020, he had the third highest opportunity share at the running back position, and he basically just had a monopoly over that entire backfield. He was essentially getting every single touch, but this year I do expect backup Carlos Hyde to be involved. You know, I do think he's going to be the clear number two behind James Robinson, but you know, he's definitely going to be eating into those touches a little bit. And the issue with James Robinson here, it does not come from his ability. It really stems from the overall Jaguars offense. I honestly think this is going to be a rough season for the team. They really have not looked good in preseason, even when they're playing their starters. The O-line is definitely subpar and the whole offense has kind of just looked lackluster. I'm expecting James Robinson to be drafted somewhere around the fourth round and is a mid-tier running back too. Right now, he's currently the RB19 in my rankings. He is behind David Montgomery, but I also think there's a pretty solid fall off after Montgomery. Like I don't think they're particularly close. And then even after like James Robinson, there's not a ton of guys after them. And that's really why I like to go RB early and often because I don't think I'd feel 100% confident having James Robinson as my RB2. But we're just going to have to wait and see because I do think a lot of James Robinson's production is going to come down to how successful this Jacksonville Jaguars offense is. And they definitely have the potential. You have Trevor Lawrence, a future star quarterback. You have very solid wide receivers, Chark, LaVisca, Marvin Jones, and then you have James Robinson at the running back position. So if it all comes together and James Robinson can get some of that touchdown upside, then he's probably going to be a bargain at this current spot. But I also see a path where he doesn't have a ton of touchdown opportunities and ends up being very inefficient with his touches. So that's kind of where I'm at with James Robinson. The next player who's currently rising up draft boards is T Higgins. And this definitely isn't as extreme as James Robinson, but he is definitely still creeping up those draft boards. Ever since the draft, the Bengals wide receiver room has been heavily talked about. You've got Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. Everyone had those guys ranked in different orders. And it was just a very hot topic in the fantasy football community. Jamar Chase received a ton of buzz coming out of college and was very hyped up going into this season. Many people actually had him ranked ahead of T. Higgins. I was never really in that grouping, 
but I could kind of understand, you know, the argument. I wasn't necessarily in favor of it, but I could kind of see where the logic was coming from. But after Jamar Chase's preseason games and the training camp struggles, I think people are starting to finally put some respect on T. Higgins' name, and he has just got to be viewed as the wide receiver one, and I think he's going to be a locked-in top 24 wide receiver pick. But even at this higher ADP, I still think he is a very solid pick this season. Right now, he is my wide receiver 20. Just him taking over as the alpha wide receiver one, I think this is going to be a high volume passing attack for the Bengals. And if he's going to be the guy leading that wide receiver room, I think he has a ton of upside. He was only a rookie last season, so he's still improving. And I think he could be one of the biggest breakout sophomore wide receivers for 2021. Up next, I'm going to talk about another wide receiver whose ADP is rising. This is definitely more of a late round guy, but still someone who I think is going to be fantasy relevant this season. And that is Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He has received some great reports out of camp. And I think it's totally understandable why his ADP is on the rise. The Packers have a void at the wide receiver two spot. You have Devontae Adams, the clear-cut alpha wide receiver. But that number two spot, I mean, it was open last year for the taking. And no one could really kind of take command of that role. It's really been a revolving door in this offense. I do think Randall Cobb coming in could be an option but I also think he's past his prime and I'm not really expecting him to put together, you know, super fantasy relevant numbers, but Marquez Valdez-Scantling has the athleticism. He really just hasn't put it all together yet. He ran a 4.37 40-yard dash and was in the 97th percentile for speed score. So the potential is 100% there and he did have some pretty clear positives last year but he also had some very prominent negatives. For the positives, it was his best statistical season of his career, and I also think he locked up the role as the primary deep threat on this roster. He had the number one average target distance and was number one in yards per reception amongst all NFL wide receivers, but I mean, the negatives were very obvious. Inconsistency and drops just totally plagued his season. He was third in the NFL with nine drops, and that's obviously bad, but what's even worse is that he had the highest drop rate. So that's where they look at how many drops you had in terms of your total targets, and he dropped 14.3% of his targets. But here's the thing, if he's able to go out and fix his drop issue, I think he could have some legit fantasy value as a late round wide receiver pick. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been talking him up recently. MVS is definitely a guy I'm gonna take a late round flyer on in some of my leagues, just because I think the potential is 100% there. I've got another wide receiver for the fourth player that I'm gonna talk about, and that is Marquez Calloway from the New Orleans Saints. After his great training camp reports and very impressive preseason performances, Callaway definitely deserves to have his ADP rise, and it's definitely been shooting up. I mean, he was pretty much an unknown going into this season, but now he's totally established himself as a late round wide receiver pick and will likely just continue to see his ADP rise. With Michael Thomas being out for a significant amount of time and then Traquan Smith being injured throughout training camp, Callaway has taken full advantage of the opportunity he's been given. And right now, it looks like he is going to be the wide receiver one on this team. He has great chemistry with Jameis Winston. It's been well documented throughout training camp, and it's definitely shown in the preseason games. Week one of training camp, he was definitely on my radar, and he went out, caught three passes for 61 yards. And I was thinking, you know, there's definitely some potential here. I put him in my must draft wide receiver video. And then the next day in his second preseason game, he went out, 
caught five passes for 104 yards and two touchdowns. And both of those touchdowns were just amazing plays by him. He had that touchdown that Jameis bombed him down the field. You know, he was getting pushed and as he was falling down, laid out and caught it. And then his next one was just a crazy one-handed catch. And so I think he's going to have some solid value, even with that rising ADP. And I think he's going to be an amazing pick in your less competitive leagues. If your league mates are not 100% tuned in and you can get Marquez Callaway in one of the last few rounds, that is going to be a major steal for a guy who's going to be the wide receiver one, unlikely a fairly competent offense. All right, so the last player with a rising ADP that I'm going to talk about today is Marquez Callaway's teammate, Jameis Winston. The Saints recently announced that Jameis Winston has won the starting job. So obviously now that people know that he is the starting quarterback, his ADP is on the rise. You know, you can't exactly go all in on drafting Jameis Winston when you're not even 100% sure he's going to beat out Taysom Hill. But now that he has, I expect him to go somewhere around the QB 20, but I think he's actually going to be overvalued at this slot. I think people are wanting to hang on to the 2019 Tampa Bay Buccaneers Jameis Winston when he was going out 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, thrown to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, just feeding those guys in the passing game. But I really don't think he has much going from this year besides the fact that he is the starter. His weapons are not great. You know, I love Marquez Callaway this year, but he's still relatively unknown. And if he's the wide receiver one, then that's definitely not ideal. Also, Winston was a great fantasy asset because of how bad he was. I know it sounds, you know, kind of counterintuitive, but he would turn the ball over, which obviously isn't ideal for fantasy, but then it would lead to his team being down and Winston would just have to sling the ball the entire game, which led to a ton of overall yardage and a ton of touchdowns. But the issue is that if he plays like that with the Saints, he is going to find himself on the bench so fast because the way I'm looking at Winston and Hill, I think Jameis definitely has the higher ceiling, but I think Hill is very safe. You know, he may not go out and win you a game, but he's probably not going to totally throw a game. And so if Jameis Winston reverts back to his 2019 form, I just don't think he's going to have the starting job for long. So around Jameis Winston's ADP, I'm probably going to be looking at some quarterbacks who have better weapons around them or some work in their rushing game, just because I don't think Jameis Winston's ceiling is going to be very high this year. So those were five players whose ADPs are currently on the rise. If you enjoyed my breakdown of all of these guys, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And then let me know your thoughts down below. Are you going to be drafting these players at their new higher ADP? Or is it too high for you and you're going to end up fading them? Let me know down below and I'll respond to everyone who comments. But that's all I have for today's video. Stay tuned because tomorrow I'm going to be talking about some players with falling ADP. So just the reverse of this video. So make sure you guys watch out for that. But that's all I have for today. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.